Welcome to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome to The Good Life. Encouraging you with inspirational stories to share with family and friends, offering perspectives of hope through Jesus Christ. Today, we're reaching into the vault for a classic interview. When I hosted this show in Hawaii, I'm joined with my co-host, Suzanne Maurer. Join us now. Open your heart to what God has to say to you. Christy Pierce has written the book titled, Shut Up, Silencing Negative Thoughts in Your Head. She wrote this book in collaboration with over 1,000 teens, many whose stories are included and gripping indeed. I want to pause at the beginning of our show to remind you the reason we have the Good Life Radio program is to to touch on very sensitive subjects and hopefully in a timely manner. In this case, timely to save a life, timely to preserve the well-being of a family that could be on the verge of a disaster because of tragedy. That can be prevented. The Lord in His grace sends Christy to be with us today. And in His grace, and the way that He has worked in her life, He has worked purposefully. And as she fulfills her destiny, she reminds all of us that God is the God of destiny. And my friend, today as you listen, we hope that you too would be reminded and even encouraged that wherever you might be in life, God the God of destiny, the God of your destiny, loves you and knows you. And that's why he sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for your sins. Jesus shed his blood on that cross to wash your sins away. He was buried, and three days later, he rose again from the grave. And today, the living Christ calls you to himself, no matter what struggle you might face, no matter how regretful things may be in your life, no matter how dark you might feel at this time, there's always hope in Jesus, the God of destiny. And you can find that destiny and enter into and live the destiny that God has for you by surrendering your life to Jesus Christ, by receiving Christ as your Savior and Lord. And it's our prayer that you would indeed do that today. Christy Pierce is a writer, conference speaker, pastor, and mom of three children. She's an ordained Presbyterian pastor. Christy, welcome to our show. Oh, thank you, Danny. Aloha. Thanks for inviting me to be part of it today. Tell us the story of the mother who desperately wanted her daughter to go to Stanford. Well, I'll tell you, I was not planning to put that chapter in the book, Danny, but my teenagers insisted that no teenager was going to trust me if I did not tell some honest stories 
about how much pressure they're under. Um, it really, I think it's everywhere. And we live in the Stanford area and there's so much pressure to do all the homework and make straight A's and be on the club team this and be on, you know, whatever. So I ran into a woman in our neighborhood who was one of those moms that I just kind of cringed when she came by because her little child always looked so sad. And she would tell me that at five years old, she was doing the French club and she was doing the Spanish club and that her husband had gotten her a personal trainer because she was too fat when she was five and that she really wasn't measuring up. And so she got a B plus in math in kindergarten and it just kind of went on and on. (laughs) So Anyway, I saw that mom later and um, heard about what was going on, and her daughter just seemed to be under so much incredible stress, and she was uh, telling me that she's in going, wanting to go to Stanford, and she's doing the ballet, and she's also at the same time president of a French club, and, but then my husband grounded her because she got a B-plus and took her dog away, and it, it was just so horrible that something welled up within me. And I literally think I almost said the word, shut the hell up to her. I was afraid in that moment that I had. (laughs) And so (laughs) thankfully those words hadn't come out, but I do think I just said to her, I kind of snapped and said, you know, does your daughter want to do these things or do you just want this for your daughter? So it's a tough thing because as parents, I'll tell you, I I am the most broken parent ever, so I don't pretend to be a perfect parent. As I'm writing the Shut Up book, I'm taking my child to basketball and taking this one here, and there's so much pressure on the parents, too, to have their children involved in so many things. But the pressure on these teens and the homework and the amount of hours and the, the sleep is a huge issue, Danny. The American Pediatric Association declaring that kind of a crisis where kids are getting so little sleep because they're, you know, working so hard. Anyway, that's the, that's the long story I think you were referring to that my children insisted must be in the book. It's, uh, a, a small but very significant part as I read it, 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 it certainly made you snap, but it, it triggered something in me. And it, it was the awkward laugh that the daughter had when her mother was saying all these things. Yeah. And it seemed like, uh, just, uh, the, the aghast of a disconnect in not knowing maybe it was a per- something that you perceived uh, in, intrinsically that just, pulled you uh, to have the reaction that you had. What do you think, uh, Christy, is the cause of this mental health crisis among teens and college students today? Well, I'll tell you, Danny, everywhere I go to speak, and I'm speaking to large groups of teenagers, high school students, college students, um, in schools and youth groups, and chapels, but also to parents now, you know, doing an awful lot of speaking to parents, because as hard as it is to be a teenager in this age where, you know, suicide and depression, anxiety, and eating disorders are all around them, it's equally hard to be a parent trying 
to care for uh, a teenager or, or a youth pastor afraid for a teen they know that's suffering. So anyway, people ask me, what, why is this so bad? You know, what, wasn't it just as bad when we were growing up kind of thing? And I tell them the story that pretty much everywhere that I speak to teens, I ask them one question. When I start, I say, did any of you, have any of you known now or in the past of a teenager who has tried to commit suicide? And uh, literally everywhere I go, about 90% of them will raise their hand. And I go, oh my goodness, when your parents, when I, we were growing up, we never heard of anyone committing suicide or it was very rare. So, you know, this is the world they're growing up in where kids are jumping in front of trains or they're jumping off of buildings or they're cutting themselves or that, you know, they're depressed or bullied or anxious. There's just so much pressure on these kids. So yes, I think that's a piece of it. So I say that. I definitely think the social media is a piece and that's a complicated topic that my teenagers have warned me about um, because some teenagers think social media is the best thing in the world. Other teenagers will tell you they were bullied on social media or they feel left out when their friends are all Snapchatting and they're not at that event. Um, I think sleep deprivation is, is a very big part of it. And honestly, Danny, I think there's this other piece that isn't being talked about very much, which is I think there is um, a darkness. Uh, a spiritual warfare element that is very real. Um, when you have a voice saying to you, jump in front of that train, or it'd be better off if you were dead. You know, all of the horrible stories where kids are, you hear about teens shooting teens in high schools. I just think that's a dark kind of uh, piece of it that we're seeing too. So I think it's kind of a multifaceted thing that we're seeing. A lot of different things go into it. Before we go into our break, uh, Chrissy, describe spiritual warfare uh, for someone who is hearing about it for the first time. Right. Well, um, the simplest way, I think, to put it is just to go to the Bible, (laughs) where you can't read the Bible from beginning to the end without hearing about that we are living in a spiritual war. You know, Jesus came and defeated the enemy once and for all, but until we um, are with him again, there is a reality of um, Satan. There's a reality of the demonic world. And the wonderful thing as believers is we don't have to be afraid ever of that. But we do need to know Jesus, and we need to know his authority and his power. And when we know that, then we really can be empowered to shut up the negative and the lying voices. But definitely there is a reality of evil. And I think it's hard to deny that in a day and age where we're living right now and everywhere you turn things, there's a lot of hard things and that seem pretty dark. So later on, let's come back to talking more about uh, voices, uh, Voices that we hear, voices that we listen to, voice how, how do voices, certain voices get into our heads? I think we need to clarify that and maybe go deeper in that along the way. Uh, Christy Pierce. Christy is the author of the book Shut Up. 
what a what a uh, what a title that is that sort of sets you off guard or on the back of your heels or maybe off balance is a better word. Danny, I would yes. have to say if that title didn't catch somebody's attention, I'm not sure what would. <laughs> well, and of course, that's we want to catch attention. It's got my attention. It's get, hopefully got our listeners' attention. When we come back from our break, more from Christy Pierce. Uh, Christy includes a nationwide survey of youth in grades 9 through 12 in public and private schools in the United States. 16% of students are seriously considering suicide. 13% already created a plan. 8% actually tried to take their own life in the last 12 months before the survey. Hey, these are serious matters. We're talking about it today with Christy Pierce. Stay with us. We'll be back. Wandering the road of desperate life Aimlessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me I'll lead you home James 3.13 says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is brought to you by generous sponsors. Thank you to Coach Dino Babers and Mrs. Susan Babers, Mr. Edmund Jung and Mrs. May Jung, Mr. Rodney Arias Sr., A1A Electrician, Cedar Assembly of God, and the Thursday Men's Breakfast, Boston. If you, your business, or your church would like to support The Good Life with Dr. Danny, please visit drdanny.live. Join our partnership team. That's drdanny.live. Thank you. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome back to our show. Today we're reaching into the vault for a classic interview. When I hosted this show in Hawaii, I'm joined with my co-host, Suzanne Maurer. Please enjoy. How do you think about yourself? How do those thoughts take shape did you know that what you think affects how you feel and how you feel affects even what you do? And so much goes back to thoughts. Well, we're talking about thoughts today. And did you ever continuously hear a thought or see a thought or think a thought and you wish you could say, shut up? I don't want to think that. You're listening to The Good Life radio show. I'm Danny Yamashiro, my co-host Suzanne Maurer. With our guest today, Christy Pierce, she's the author of the book, Shut Up, Silencing Negative Thoughts in Your Head. You can find out more about Christy and get this book at SayShutUp.com, SayShutUp.com. Christy, why did you choose the title, Shut Up? Yes, you know, Danny, honestly, I never would have 
come up with that title. <laughs> it actually came from a very sad thing that happened about three years ago. A family friend of ours called in the middle of the night, and very tragically, their son had committed suicide. And the next day, I was praying for the family, and as I was praying, I had one of the clearest God messages, I would call it, that I've had, and I just, as I was praying, I saw a picture of a book, and on the cover was written, shut up. And I just sensed the Spirit of God speaking to me that I was to write this book. And the more I prayed, um, I felt the Lord calling me to write this book for teens and college students to help them understand in their mind, when they're hearing a thought, what, what does God's voice sound like? What is your own pain? You know, understanding your own feelings and your own pain. What, what are those thoughts? And then what are the, the lying and sometimes perhaps uh, enemy voices or darker voices? And through a relationship with Jesus and hearing him how to shut up those negative and uh, sometimes the dark voices. How do we do that? So that's kind of the way the birth, the birth of the book came about. So what is the difference between God's voice, one's own pain, and dark, destructive voices? Right. So one of the things that I loved about writing this book um, were these, these wonderful, over three years, probably close to a thousand teens helping us. And I need to say a big mahalo to my teenage friends there in Hawaii. Um, you were a very big part of it through three years at speaking at HIM, probably close to a 500 teenagers there in Oahu gave us their stories and ideas and, um, you know, just were wonderful in helping us. Mm. So um, it is difficult to know, isn't it? Where are those thoughts coming from? And so we try to teach these students, these teens, to be able to understand and discern them. You know, that that any voice that's speaking to you in a great way, maybe your own self-talk, and I tease them, if you, what, do you ever wake up and look in the mirror and go, wow, I am awesome. I am amazing. I am just beautiful. Well, not many of us do that, right? Mm-mm. But we can have very negative self-talk at ourselves. Sometimes that's because of bullies or people in our family or others who haven't talked kindly to us. We also can that can develop into more of a um, serious thing where we can become more depressed or more anxious. And so there's a chapter in the book um, that's modeled after that movie Inside Out, you know, Danny from Disney with all the different feelings. So helping them understand what are, what are the sad feelings? What are the happy feelings? What are the scared feelings? And then there's a couple of chapters, the most important one, how do you hear God's voice? How do you know when it is the voice that the Bible says, I, I call my sheep one by one and my, my sheep know my voice? How do you know that kind, loving, encouraging voice of God? And then how do you know the voice of the enemy, who the Bible says is the one who's come to kill, rob, and destroy? So if you have a voice saying, jump in front of a train or cut yourself, or it would be better for everyone if you just died. That is, that is a voice that, in my opinion, has crossed over from just pure mental illness to being mingled in there with um, 
the one who wants to really take us out. And um, so it is the book tries to really help understand those different voices, where they come from, and then what to do about them. Christy, how does sleep depredation play a part in our use vulnerability? Right. Well, you know, Suzanne, it's funny because as a mom, I speak to a lot of mom's groups and especially moms of newborns. I, we laugh and say that when you're a mom and you have sleep deprivation, you understand why they use it for torture, right? <laughs> because you mm-hmm. really, it is, you don't function well, do you, when you don't have sleep and if you chronically don't have sleep. And what the American Pediatric Association is finding is that um, across the United States, um, there is an epidemic of teens in particular, but college students, I think, too, that are just simply not getting enough sleep. Yes. And part of that is they're being very intense academic expectations where they're learning um, in high school now what I learned in college kind of thing. They come home and there's hours of homework and then they maybe have a sport or a drama or a, something else that keeps them up. And so they're up till midnight or longer just trying to get, get through the day with all that's expected of them and all the pressure. And they have to wake up the next morning again and go to school. And um, that's especially hard if you commute, which in the Bay Area we do. You have kind of a long commute in traffic. I know Hawaii's a lot like that at times. So anyway, what they're finding is this lack of sleep over time really can contribute to a teen becoming anxious and depressed and um, even suicidal. So Mm -hmm. the American Pediatric Association recommends between 9 and 10 hours, and most teenagers will laugh at you if you tell them that. And when we ask them how many, you know, most of the ones we talk to from our surveys, the large majority are getting somewhere in the neighborhood of six, you know, hours. Mm-hmm. So it does it does affect their mood and their mental health. Oh, it can be critical. Many, many years ago, my own sister, who was a junior in college, went three nights, so close to 48 hours without sleep and ended up mm-hmm. with a complete mental breakdown. And, and sleep's oh. just critical. Yeah. And that happens. Yeah, it, it, it makes perfect sense. It just happens. So sleep, sleep deprivation. I want to go back to what you were talking about even before. Uh, the, the difference between mental illness and spiritual warfare. Right. Where, 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 where is, is there a, is there a clear line? Is it a blurry line? Yeah. You know, it was one thing that brought, was a clear picture to me, Danny, and I think I described this in my chapter on what does your enemy's voice sound like, is my daughter went with my husband, Ben, to the Congo, um, where he was a missionary, and they actually interviewed victims of the genocide. And she came back having heard all these stories, and she said, Mom, you know, it's very difficult for anyone to look at the genocide in Africa where over a million people lost their lives and neighbors were killing neighbors and simply say that people were kind of depressed. And she's like, I have to say it may not be that dramatic, but for my generation, 
I think it's hard to write off all that's happening with the teenage suicide being the second leading cause of death right now by saying that it's all a mental health epidemic. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with her. So to answer your question, I think the way I describe it is um, I think demons are real. I've had teenagers in hospital lockup places where I've visited them, where they're on psychiatric suicide watch. And I've had them say, Christy, I feel like I have the devil inside and I can't get it out. And it just makes me so sad because no one's ever taught them that this is easy to do. I mean, mostly. (laughs) What I mean is some mental illness is very hard to heal. But when it comes to our kids being empowered and equipped in Jesus to learn how to, to shut down and silence and command the enemy's voice to go, that's something we ought to be able to teach our kids. Um, so, it, you know, it takes a little bit of helping pull, them, pull it apart, like what's a feeling, what's depression, you know, what's anxiety. But when those voices are speaking to you saying, you know, kill yourself, shoot yourself, shoot someone else, um, that's crossed over into the darker. And we ought to be able, Danny, to help and Suzanne help kids know how to do that because that's not hard. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how, how do you help someone? How would we help someone? Right. Well, I, I think one of the things that I am hoping comes out of this book, if nothing else comes, and I hope if there are teenagers that you're out listening or parents, that to begin with, one way we fight against the enemy, one way we stand up and get healing from all of this is to not stay alone. And that's one of the big problems we're seeing is that as we're interviewing all these kids and we ask them, if you're in trouble, you know, if you you feel like you're being harassed by a demon or you're being bullied or you're depressed or whatever, who are, who are you going to tell? The large majority will say no one or a friend you know, but they're not really reaching out for help. So how can we help them? We can't help them if they won't reach out, right? So um, our hope with this book, it's a little bit of a long way of answering your how, is that we can, we can put something in a teenager's hand that they can actually do themselves because they won't reach out a lot of the time. So if they were to come to me or they were going to come to you or to the youth pastor, wonderful. Cause then we can sit down and hopefully introduce them. If they don't have a relationship with Jesus, help them to understand that as God's kid, he's given you everything you need to shut up the enemy's voice. You don't need to be afraid. You have more power than those voices, but if they're not willing to reach out, our hope with the Shut Up book and website is that they can do it themselves. Um, At the end of our book, we have this chapter nine, and it offers 10 different resources that a teen can access themselves, be it talk to your parent, go to a trusted teacher, go to your youth pastor. Um, Here's Crisis Text Line, which I'm thrilled to tell you is now in Hawaii, it started by a friend of mine, and um, now any teenager, anyone in need can 24 hours a day um, text 
crisis text line there in Hawaii, and that's always available. Um, so how do we help them? I think it's the, the whole picture, right? Um, my friend Jordan says God heals in a lot of different ways. <laughs> so we, we try to throw lifelines out in all these different ways. But boy, shutting up the enemy's voice, I, my chapter on how do you hear him, how do you hear the enemy, and how do you shut it up, hopefully that will be helpful, Danny, because it walks a teenager or college student through how to do this. You know, it's, it's not that hard. Are you getting it into the hands of military people? Well, that is a really good question. You know, it's only been out since November, and um, right now the book is just in the United States, but we've just been contacted by a ministry in the Philippines, and they're going to publish it in the Philippines, Mm -hmm. which is pretty exciting. They're going to be inserting, you know, statistics from that country and inserting the teenage stories from Filipinos teens and then putting in the resources that are local to that country. Mm-hmm. So as for the military families, boy, I mean, it would be a huge support. Mm-hmm. So I don't know to answer your question. We're just kind of trying to get the word out with the book. And it it's a whole new world, right? Because when you're trying to market to teens, they're not going to go into many bookstores. And um, they don't, it's really more through their social media that they're spreading the word. Um, Christy, let's continue this. We're going to go to break now. But when we come back, let's uh, talk more about even, I'm thinking how to navigate through the book as I've read through it. Uh, When I think about a teen, for example, if a parent is going to give the book to their teen or youth pastor or someone's going to pass the book on as we go to our break i want you to be thinking about this mom or dad friend uncle or aunt if uh, you go ahead and look at the book there's a chapter where where there's stories from julie and devon and kim and and others you might even just give the book and say hey, just read this chapter and the stories themselves have a great impact as they listen, a teen listens to the teens. You know, Christy Pierce, she has two prefaces for the book. One written for teens and one written for parents. Uh, a customized book for teens. And at the same time, there's so much information that an adult will gain a lot from it as well. Much substance. And we've got Christy Pierce with us. Stay with us. We'll be back. Wandering the road of desperate life beneath the barren sky leave it to me i lead you home hi this is danny yamashiro in what way have you seen god work powerfully in your life do you have a story to share about god's provision and deliverance have you experienced god's healing do you have a testimony that will encourage others first thessalonians 5:11 says Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. I want to share your story on our radio podcast. Please visit drdanny.live and share your Jesus story by clicking on the link at the top left of the home page. If you'd like to share your testimony in the form of a letter, send your correspondence to Formation Institute, 
P.O. Box 381-222, Cambridge, Massachusetts, 02238. That's Formation Institute, P.O. Box 381-222, Cambridge, Massachusetts, 02238. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience The Good Life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome back to our show. Today, we're reaching into the vault for a classic interview when I hosted this show in Hawaii. I'm joined with my co-host, Suzanne Maurer. Please enjoy. This book has a provocative title, and it certainly has an effect on me. I wonder if it's something that reaches down deep in you, because we're talking about such a subject that has to do with young people's lives, and more so, the hopelessness that people feel in the midst of life's Lives filled with pressure. Christy, how serious is cyberbullying? And by the way, I'm like you. Uh, I try to zoom in on Instagram, and my kids laugh at me as well. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm a social media idiot, no doubt. And, and my kids would say the same. And thankfully, I have Julie in Los Angeles and all kinds of teens that have put together our social media platform because I would be I would be lost without them doing it. But cyberbullying is a very serious thing right now. Um, it is bullying has always been a problem, right? It's always been around since certainly my days growing up way before. But it's it's harsher and harder now because and and my own kids have been victims of it. Um, where, you know, you can bully people, you know, in a crowd over cyberbullying. And um, so it's tragic when that happens. And it's just all the more, you know, devastating when it's a group bullying situation on a Snapchat or um, group text or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty rampant right now, Danny, throughout the United States. You're right. Depression can become so overwhelming that you don't want to leave the house, go to school, or do what used to be fun. In extreme cases, Christy, you write, depression can make you not want to live anymore. It's very important that you understand the signs of depression because there is good news. Depression can be healed. Christy Pierce, how can depression be healed? Yeah, I'm so thankful to have a lot of um, family members that are doctors and counselors and psychiatrists, and um, they have done a fabulous job vetting all my statistics in the book because it's so important that to me that what we're actually saying is the accurate truth with those statistics. But one of the things to answer your question about depression being healed, Danny, that's difficult these days with teens and college students is there are so many barriers 
between a teen that is hurting and wanting help and them actually getting the help they need um, clinically. Because let's just walk with me through this. If a teenager is depressed or anxious or suicidal and they want help, well, first thing they need to hurdle, they need to jump is to tell their parents. And many teens won't do that because they're embarrassed or shame or whatever. But if they get past that hurdle and they tell their parent, well, then the parent has to be willing to get them help. And if the parent's willing, then they have to have the money. And if they have the money, then they often find that good adolescent counselors have a waiting list. So it's very difficult for a teen that's depressed or anxious or has an eating disorder or suicidal or whatever to actually get counseling help. Um, so that said, we've got an awful lot of resources in my book that give access to teens for sort of like online counseling that started one, one organization, Lantern, is now nationwide and in Canada, started by a Stanford doctor friend of mine that um, you can be um, a depression screening tool or an anxiety screen tool and actually online anonymously, which teens love, um, connect with a coach on the other side. Now, having, I want to reassure your readers that I'm a huge fan of good counselors and good psychiatrists and good doctors. I, I have them in my family. I've been myself to counseling and my children, but it's not always possible for kids to be able to do that. And so some of these organizations like Lantern, Crisis Text Line, these are all in my book and on my website. That's a way that a teenager from a, a clinical side can actually get some help and do it, do it themselves. Um, so depression, though, is able to be treated, but it's a multifaceted issue that needs a lot of wisdom as to what's the best path for a teenager. I saw something on your website where you have, uh, it's like an index of topics, depression, suicide, and uh, many different topics that someone could connect to. It almost looked to me like a, a sort of like a, a version of the I am second uh, video reach where the index gives you a, a customized view of, of certain testimonies and videos. And I saw a number of videos on your website from young people and some from people of maybe an older age were able to, uh, to speak to young people. What other resources exist there through your website, sayshutup.com? Right. Well, Danny, I think, um, just to let any of your listeners know, parents, um, teenagers out there, I often have parents will come to me and say, I really am wanting to give the book to my teen or direct them to the website, but I'm afraid that they will, you know, not want, you know, feel kind of singled out. I said, oh my goodness, no. Tell them that Christy is longing for input from any teenager that is willing to go to the website and tell us unedited, what do they think? So often then teens will check out the website or parents can. And yes, that's our, our hope is that the website 
as they open it up, they're, they can find themselves there and realize, number one, I'm not alone. If I am struggling with depression or anxiety or I'm being bullied or I'm struggling with my body image or whatever, there's just tons of stories and videos and teenagers that are being willing to share their own story and also how the Shut Up book really helped them get healing and, and get um, bring them to Jesus, how that, that they learn to hear God's voice through it. So I hope that's going to really encourage a lot of teenagers and, um, to, and college students to check out that website. Lots of resources. Our blogs being written all by teenagers. Our Instagrams being run by teens from YWAM. It's, it's really wonderful to see that they've owned it and taken it. And it's fabulous. Thanks to them. Explain how it is that no demon has the right to harm me if I believe in Jesus. Right. Um, I tell people when these teens sometimes come to me scared and say, I feel like I have the devil inside me, I kind of go through this spiritual warfare 101 with them. I say, listen, Satan is not like God. He's not omnipresent. And he can't be everywhere at once. So maybe he's at one place. Maybe he was in Hitler or whatever. But you're not in, likely to encounter Satan. You're encountering kind of the low-level demons. And then I, I joke with the kids that I like to view demons like cockroaches. I am not a fan of the cockroach. I don't like the cockroach. But I, I don't hesitate to step on a cockroach if, if they're bothering me. And so how to teach them not to be afraid that the Bible says that if you believe in Jesus, the Holy Spirit is inside of you. And that Holy Spirit is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. So you have everything you need in the power of Jesus that's in you to, to stand against the enemy and shut up, shut up any of the demonic voices that might be lying and whispering to you. So part of it's helping them identify and get clear on, oh, I know what that voice is. And then building up their sense of how much God loves them more than they could possibly imagine. And that they are his special kid. And with that, that special relationship with Jesus, he's given them power to silence the dark voices. So I'm not trying to say that it just right happens overnight. For some it does when it does, hallelujah. But it, it's a process of coaching and encouraging and listening and building up these teens that often have a shattered self-esteem and, and understanding how much Jesus loves them. And if they understand that, they're safe in Jesus and they've got what they need to stand against anything else. Well, and Christy, if we could go to the Word, it sounds like Romans 8.31. What shall we then say? If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. Amen. That's exactly right. That's only going to help if they already, you know, know the Lord, but it's a powerful verse. Right. And, you know, we're, I'm pretty direct about that. Um in the book, I've had a lot of publishers come to me wanting to publish the book, 
secular publishers. They wanted me to sort of leave the Jesus part out. And I said, no, we're not leaving the Jesus part out. The Jesus part is the most important part because mm -hmm. whether a kid is depressed or anxious or suicidal or dealing with bullies or dealing with demons, the answer is Jesus. So when a, when a teenager or college student learns how much the king and lord of the universe loves them, then that, that's the power that they start to walk boldly in and can learn how to deal with the rest of it. So mm -hmm. I agree with you, Suzanne. We just have to go right back to the word of God and fight back the lies with the truth of God's word. Now, as we, I'm, I'm wrestling with what, what's being said because I, I, I'm thinking about a daunting task that is before us. We have not just the current generation that are, this is the suicide is the second highest cause of death. But if, if this is any precursor of what is to come and this ever, uh, ever fast paced society that, that doesn't seem to be slowing down, Mm -hmm. The next generation may, if we talk about some demons in a group of young people now or affecting them or speaking to them and with these negative voices, what will they grow up to be in terms of parenting and leading? So the implications are, 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 are quite vast and mm -hmm. serious. Uh, when we come back from our break, let's, Christy, Suzanne, let's talk a little bit about that because I want us to really feel and uh, feel what feel what we are dealing with, feel what is before us. This is not just a one generational matter. It could compound for the next generation and beyond that. We have a lot of work to do. We need this book to get out. SayShutUp.com, Christy Pierce's book, Silencing Negative Thoughts in Your Head. We need to silence those thoughts. This book will help to accomplish that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Wandering the road of desperate life, aimlessly beneath the barren sky. Leave it to me, I'll lead you home. Hi, this is Danny Yamashiro. A woman in Boston recently told me, I listen to your program every day and was inspired by the man who became an NFL quarterback. A person in Orlando said, I heard your podcast of the man who came to God during the Jesus movement. Another friend said, that pastor who gave one of his organs to a boy without ever meeting the child touched me about Jesus' love. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is made possible through financial partners. Would you consider sending a gift to keep our program going? Podcasts have been downloaded in 49 states and 35 nations in the last six months. Please help us expand our reach. Go to drdanny.live and click Support This Media Ministry. That's drdanny.live and click Support This Media Ministry. 
You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience The Good Life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome back to our show. Today, we're reaching into the vault for a classic interview when I hosted this show in Hawaii. I'm joined with my co-host, Suzanne Maurer. Please enjoy. She is a courageous woman. To be able to write what she's written, she has had to be transparent as a parent, as well as uh, including the voices of many young people. She's done a lot of work uh, to put this book together. There's a lot of statistics. There's a lot of support for the arguments that she presents. And she provides many resources in the book. Resources, practical, even if money is an issue, there are still ways. And and the gravity of, uh, of a book like this is such that it can save a life. It can save the life of a loved one. It can save the life of a friend. You're listening to The Good Life Radio Show. Danny Yamashiro here. My co-host, Suzanne Maurer, and author... Christy Pierce. Christy, in these last few moments that we have, just a couple of minutes left, what would you say to uh, a teen who is struggling with depression and having suicidal thoughts? Well, first I would say to that young person that you just need to know that you're not alone that you may go to school or wherever you go and think that everybody else has it together, but I can promise you they don't. Everybody goes with mass school and everybody's struggling. And I'd also want to encourage you to know that the pain you're feeling right now is temporary. Oftentimes teens think this is going to go on the rest of my life, but it's not. It's a temporary feeling and there is help. So please don't stay alone. And I would be love to talk to you on the phone, or you can email me. You can go to our stayshutup.com website, and there's lots of resources there. But reach out to somebody. Reach out to a youth pastor or if, you know, a family member. Just don't stay alone. And um, Jesus has, loves you and can heal you. So I um, want to encourage you about that. What about a parent, a parent who feels hopeless? They've disconnected with their child. They can't reach them. What do you say to a parent? Well, it is heartbreaking. And I will tell you as a parent who myself has struggled, continues to struggle with kids, we have anxiety and depression streaming down from both sides of our family trees. And so my dear kids have each had that from time to time. And there is a, it is a helpless feeling to feel like you don't know what to do. So one thing is my next book is coming out soon that Pam Chun named Shut Up and Listen and actually for parents and for adults. And actually my son named it because one day I was trying to give him all these ideas of what to do to fix him. And in a very kind, nice way, he said, Mom can you just shut up and listen? <laughs> and so I love that. And so I guess in a, in a very 
you know, I'm with you parent way because I know how helpless it feels. Love covers a multitude of sins. So listening, just listening to your kid goes a long way. Um, trying to help my Annie always says, mom, be sure that you tell these kids, we can't possibly understand what it's like to be in your generation. That goes a long way to tell your child that. Mm -hmm. And then if we can help you or be a resource to you, I'm hoping um, the book will give you some ways to put something in your child's hand. And um, I'm hoping that you could find some hope and some help there. And then I'm speaking at HIM um, to parents on Shut Up and Listen. And we're hoping, Danny, to do the same thing with this book that we did with the Shut Up book. And that is to gather lots of some ideas and wisdom and help from parents, because I certainly stand alongside them as a broken parent trying to do the best I can. But um, Jesus is with us. You know, mm -hmm. we're not parenting alone. He's with us. So blessings on you. Challenging words from Christy Pierce, christypierce.org. My friend, God's timing is perfect. And there's no better time than right now to share the love of Jesus with someone near you. And look, if you haven't done so, this might be that perfect moment for you to open your heart to Jesus Christ. Have you considered that? Go to drdanny.live for next steps and resources to reach family and friends. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and major podcast platforms. John 14, 26, Jesus said, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. It's always a blessing to be with you. Thank you to Christy Pierce, christypierce.org. Until next time, along with my co-host, Suzanne Mauer, producer Brian Torres, social media director Luke Yamashiro, guest coordinator Jan Yi, and board operator Joseph Valdivieso. I'm Danny Yamashiro. Remember, the Lord is with you as you share the love of Jesus with someone today. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of The Good Life with Dr. Danny. We hope that today's program has been a blessing for you and that you may find hope in hearing how God's Word affects people from all walks of life. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is a listener-supported program, and we'd like for you to prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor or donor. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. That's drdanny.live. Be sure to tune in weekdays at 6 p.m. to hear The Good Life with Dr. Danny. Until next time, may God richly bless you with The Good Life.